Hello, welcome or welcome back to the Just Eat Normally podcast for eating disorder recovery with me, Dr. Rachel Evans. I am a psychologist, hypnotherapist with a PhD in the psychology of eating and specialist training in eating disorder recovery as well as personal experience of going through an eating disorder and coming out the other side which makes me super passionate about what I do and in every episode as with my one-to-one clients I'm bringing you academic knowledge, information and theories as well as therapeutic skills and personal experiences be that mine or experiences of my guests for a unique perspective on eating disorder recovery. So join me on this podcast as I speak to fellow experts in eating disorder recovery, eating disorder survivors with inspiring stories, and also throw in some bite-sized solo episodes with recovery tips or new ways for you to think about things. The goal of this podcast is to give you food for thought, to shift your mindset, to boost your motivation, and to help you find your own version of normal eating which will allow you to live a truly nourished life. Hi, so today I'm going to be answering some questions I got from like an Instagram question box and it was questions about recovery. So we're going to keep this episode pretty short, um, but I do want to answer these questions. Okay, so number one. How do you get rid of the feeling that you're not ill enough to recover? I don't feel like I deserve to recover because I'm not as starved as I used to be. Okay, so answer. Maybe having a think about like, what would you say to your friend who was in this same situation? So it sounds like there's some things happening in your life that you feel are making you ill, but not like you say, ill enough. And so if your friend came to you saying that they were experiencing the things that you're experiencing what would you say to them I bet you wouldn't say like oh you don't deserve to recover like you're not ill enough um you know if they were telling you those thoughts so sometimes it's helpful to have a think about that because you would be far more compassionate to your friend and the other thing I would want to say is that recovery is about mental recovery as well it's not about what your body looks like Um, obviously it's about nourishing your body but it's about those thoughts and how they're impacting you so if you're having those thoughts regardless of what your body looks like you deserve to recover and not have those interfering with your day-to-day so I think really that thought like I'm not ill enough to recover recognize that as an eating disorder thought and start to label it and realize that it's not a fact um so that's answer number one so number two how do I believe that recovery will be worth it when my ED voice is saying the opposite okay so know that voice is always a liar and I've actually got a blog post um about that that I will link in the show notes and this kind of voice it's always saying like you will feel better when you'll feel happy when but actually you'll never be thin enough, you'll never like eat little enough, you'll never work out for long enough, like that goalpost is always moving because the thing is when you do eat less or like when you binge more or exercise more, actually you often end up feeling worse because your body is so 
out of balance and with eating disorders often is body dysmorphia so you can't actually see what your body is really looking like to everyone else so yeah when you don't really believe that recovery is going to be worth it because that ed voice um, is saying the opposite if there's a time that that voice is quieter maybe you've noticed during the day there's a time that you can kind of have more of your own thoughts like during that time it's really good to make a list and get it down on paper like this is something that I do with my clients and they find that having it like in black and white is really helpful and make a list of what like the eating disorder is costing you so maybe that's like friendships um you know why is my mind gone like there's so many things like literally we write a list of like 25 um things that the eating disorder is costing you and then thinking like what would you gain from recovery so you'd probably have more freedom be more spontaneous be more fun again have like be able to eat a range of foods and feel safe eat out with friends all those kind of things um and I've actually got a free download that's like saying goodbye to your eating disorder which I'll also link in the show notes and that kind of goes through how you could make this list with like question prompts and stuff so number three what made you decide to recover when it was hard? So for me, it was just realizing like the negative impact that the eating disorder was having on my life. Like I didn't write myself a list, but I kind of took stock in my head. And first when I was restricting, um, so my eating disorder had like several phases, but first it was restricting and I wasn't binging or purging. And I was just really, really unhappy. Like every day I was almost like depressed. And I just didn't know where my life was going. And I was like living groundhog day of not eating enough, making myself exercise, falling out with my family. Um, So after a while of them saying that I needed to get help, I did agree to go and see a therapist. And then um, when I started binge eating and that turned into bulimia, it, it was really only the point that I was like purging multiple times a day and I couldn't even like have a day out without thinking about food and like without making myself sick so it's like I just knew I do not want this to be my life like I felt so out of control around food and I just couldn't do it anymore so that's when I was like right I really need to recover because I want something uh, different or I want something better than this for myself oh no I don't know what number we're on I should have numbered the questions I think number four Um, Okay, so when did you realize it was time to talk? I always think this will be the last time I make myself sick. So I would say if you've realized that you're essentially telling yourself bullshit and every time you're like, oh, this is going to be the last time, but it never is. Actually thinking back to um, what I was saying on that previous question answer about like your eating disorder is always a liar. It's always going to say like, this is the last time, but like we've uh, said in this question, it never is. And so if you've realized that really you're not in denial anymore about having an eating disorder um I think there's often a time for people when they're like oh this is okay and you kind of feel like you want to keep doing it but it sounds like you don't want to keep doing it so probably now is the time to talk um and I would have a think about like what's stopping you from talking to is it that maybe you could talk to is it a family member or a friend first is it the GP first is it like a private therapist or a dietitian first and what worries do you have about talking to them or like what's stopping you from talking? 
So maybe like have a think and write those down and just know that they're probably not real. Probably a lot of them are from the eating disorder and actually no one's going to take the purging away from you if it really feels like a coping mechanism. Actually, what I do as a therapist with my clients is I help them develop new coping mechanisms so they don't need the purging anymore. Um, So yeah, often the things that you're worried about actually don't end up happening anyway because you've got so much more going on in your life once you've recovered that you don't need the old behaviors okay next question how to handle guilt after eating because it's like disruptive to recovery um I actually have a podcast episode about this I should have checked what number it was I think it's number seven (laughs) um but just yeah scroll back down the podcast and also Um, on my Instagram TV there's like a emotional freedom technique video that you can do if you're feeling guilty after reading like at the time when you're feeling it okay next question how to handle fear of weight gain so I think it's really important to know that fear of weight gain is part of an eating disorder and when you're like talking to the eating disorder it's very circular in that oh, if I gain weight, then people won't like me. And then I don't want to gain weight because like, it just never goes anywhere. You never get like the real reason, but trying to have a thing like, what are you actually scared of when you gain weight? Like what might happen? And is that likely to actually be true? Probably not, if you're being uh, really honest with yourself. So when I was underweight, like I thought I would be more attractive to my boyfriend for example or like people like me more people respect me more but actually I was always hangry like I was always falling out with my partner like I had no sex drive and actually he wasn't really bothered um with what my body looked like to that extent and he thought that I was too thin um so I wasn't really getting the outcomes out of it that I wanted to and another thing that I would say about this with my clients who are scared of gaining weight some of them do gain weight some of them don't gain weight but their body is healthier and nourished um and actually as part of recovery like I said before because your world is growing again and you have so many more things to do actually you can be much more accepting of your weight um and it doesn't seem to take up so much room in your brain so you might never be like a thousand percent thrilled but actually it's not that scary um to gain weight as you think it's going to be is that fear that keeps people stuck okay next question can I lose weight in recovery as I'm technically obese and feel unhealthy so I always say to my clients that we're going to put weight loss on hold and have them agree to that as well and um, I would just refer a client to someone else if they wouldn't even agree to that Um, because thinking like when you're on a diet or you're trying to control your weight And as we know from um, the, not last episode, the episode before with Gina, actually you can't control your weight as much as you think you can. But when you're trying to, there's this big focus on food and of body image. And that's really what we're trying to get away from in recovery. And so if you do want to feel healthier, I would say like think about other things that you can do to help yourself feel healthier so you know that might be going outside for a walk and getting some fresh air it might be drinking water might be having some vegetables with your meals and like not obsessing about it but just doing it because that makes you feel good or it might be like 
switching off your phone at nine o'clock at night and not you know scrolling until right before bed so actually there's lots of other things that you can do to help yourself feel healthier and yeah just again what I tend to see with clients is that when we take this focus off food and they have more flexibility and they have a healthier relationship with food and I help them work on like appreciating their body for what it can do actually from that place like my clients want to exercise or they want to eat fruit and vegetables because it's a nice thing to do for themselves rather than like a constantly punishment thing so it's kind of helping yourself um make that shift and what happens to your body is gonna happen like we almost can't control that which I know is not the answer that people want to hear but um yeah your life is gonna be happier just the other point that's coming up into my head is if um healthcare practitioners have said that you need to lose weight for a certain reason like a medical treatment actually go back and listen to the episode with Jeanette I think it's number 13 um because she in there talks about how you could talk to your healthcare practitioner to get the treatment that you need at the size that you are okay two more questions is relapsing part of recovery I would say yes I think it's very uncommon for like people to have everything go away overnight and for it to stay that way and I think if you have moments so some of my clients call them slip-ups or whatever it is thinking actually like this is a new chance to like learn new skills or look at the situation and the triggers um and be able to change so I think it is part of recovery Um, But I think it's also important, actually, no, that's the next question. I'll leave that comment. Um, Yeah, just what I would say on this is relapsing part of recovery is I don't think it's helpful to adopt the mindset of like, oh, well, relapsing is part of recovery, so it's fine. I'll just let myself do it. Like, that's not the point. The point is to grow from your experiences rather than just kind of letting it happen to you because, well, it's going to happen anyway. hope that makes sense. Okay, last question, which is kind of two in one. So what should I do if I relapse? And then the other question that was kind of similar was like, what if the thought returns? So have a think, obviously this is just a question box, so I I don't know the specifics of the situation. Um, But is this relapse, is this a thought coming back once? Is this like a persistent thought that's regularly happening again when it had gone away for a while? And is that something that you can handle or is that something that's like impacting your behavior then and kind of spilling out to other areas of your life so the thing is you might get triggered sometimes in that a thought comes up like occasionally now um I don't know how often maybe like two or three times a year I might have a thought that comes up like an old thought but it's more that it's like so automatic that it's happening it's not even really me thinking it it's just like an idea in my head that I can detach from rather than before it was like this is the absolute truth that I need to act on um so now I'm just like oh isn't it interesting that I made myself like so my triggers before were being like really overwhelmed really stressed out really feeling like I'm not good enough um, and I can't do anything about it so I'll make myself sick um and then yeah if I get myself into that situation now obviously I've arranged my life so I don't get myself into that situation but occasionally um like once last year I did and I had this thought like oh you could be sick now and I was like why would I do that though I wouldn't so to me like that's not really a problem it probably is gonna happen every so often and like the further you are into recovery I think the less 
that will happen or I don't think I talked about this on the podcast I think it was on an Instagram story um but also what what happened to me was like my body got triggered in that um I ate a certain food in a certain situation which I hadn't obviously since recovery and my body was like whoa I feel really sick now and because I used to binge and purge all that food and it was really weird but I could have like I don't know it's kind of like I was almost viewing the situation of like oh this is really strange that's happening it didn't make me want to go and make myself sick but I thought okay be careful um don't do that again if you're gonna feel that way um so yeah sometimes strange stuff can happen but it's kind of how you respond to that thought or that feeling in your body so I think I kind of almost just said but having to think like what specifically was it that triggered you and is there anything that you can do to reduce those triggers or manage those things so sometimes it is something that you can manage so maybe like um, if it's like seeing a certain type of photo on Instagram, like a fitspo or something that makes you feel bad about your body and want to shrink your body again, like you can unfollow those accounts or don't go on the explore page and kind of see those things. Uh, but maybe if it's like a family member that's saying something to you that's triggering, actually, it's about helping to change your thoughts towards that situation. So like the question to ask yourself is like, what would it be more helpful for me to think in this situation? And then kind of remembering that next time the situation happens. So that's if like a thought comes up. Um, But be really honest with yourself because if it is like leading towards like a total collapse and all those old thoughts and behaviors are coming back, then be really honest with yourself about if you do need more help. And um, actually in response to this question, what should I do if I relapse on Instagram? I was like what do you think you should do if you relapse? Because there's that rational part of you that knows that you don't want that life with the eating disorder anymore. And actually it can be quite empowering if you are choosing that you want recovery for yourself. But I also know that maybe um, someone listening to this is kind of at that point where you do need someone else to just tell you like if you're having a relapse, go and get help if you realize that is happening because otherwise the situation is probably going to be so much worse if you don't take action now and I'm sure you really don't want yourself that for yourself if you're thinking about again coming back full circle to the beginning if your friend was having a relapse you wouldn't be like okay go on get on with it then like you would want to help and support them so what is it you can do to help and support yourself or get help and support for yourself okay so I hope you like this kind of shorter Q&A style Uh, podcast Uh, yeah let me know if you liked it and I can do some more in the future okay bye thank you for listening to the just eat normally podcast I hope you found this enjoyable interesting and insightful and informative and if you did make sure to subscribe to hear the next episode And just remember that you can check out the show notes for contact details and extra resources.